Hi, it's Drew. How would you cool off on a hot summer day? Jump in the water or write a Christmas classic? This is the story of Let It Snow, Let It Snow, Let It Snow. Behind the Christmas Hits with Drew Savage. Lyricist Sammy Kahn and composer Jules Stein were meeting with their publisher on one of the hottest days of the year at Hollywood and Vine in July 1945, a time before most people had air conditioning. It was reportedly Kahn who said to the other two men that it was too hot to work and they should really head to the beach, to which Stein replied, why don't we stay here and write a winter song? The two songwriters were very different. Stein has been described as a workaholic where Khan was much more carefree. Opposites attract, and not just in love. As a songwriting team, they received seven different Academy Award nominations for Best Original Song, including one win for a song sung by Frank Sinatra in the 1954 movie, Three Coins in a Fountain. On this particular day in July of 45, Stein won the argument, and the two stayed at the restaurant to write a song about snow. While they were in California at this time, they both had lived in New York and began exchanging stories of being snowed in. Why repeat the sentiment, let it snow three times? Why not just once or five times? Well, Khan once said, because three times is lyric. It is a pretty simple song though, and some have speculated over the years that if a less accomplished songwriting team had written it, it may have gone unnoticed. But as mentioned earlier, Stein and Khan had cred. Vaughn Monroe was the first to sing the song. Monroe was a band leader born in Akron, Ohio, but what was unusual about him was that he was also his orchestra's lead singer. Benny Goodman didn't sing. Glenn Miller didn't sing. Vaughn Monroe, he sang. He was a good-looking guy, too, who had the nickname of the baritone with muscles. Vaughn Monroe and his orchestra recorded the song on Halloween Day, 1945. Timing was perfect. World War II had ended in September, soldiers were home, and romance was in the air. While there's no actual mention of Christmas in the lyrics, the song was an instant success, reaching number one on the Billboard chart and staying there through February 1946. The song was so popular, three other versions of the song also made the top 20 before that same winter was over. Uh, imagine, four different versions of Watermelon Sugar on the chart at the exact same time. That's how popular Let It Snow was that winter. And it's never not been popular. Some songs like Santa Baby have cycled out of favor for a time. Not Let It Snow. Frank Sinatra in 1950, Ella Fitzgerald in 1960, Michael Bublé in 2003. It's a Christmas hit that might not have a true definitive version, but the song itself has always been a favorite. Quick note about the original recording artist, Vaughn Monroe, the baritone with muscles. Uh, he would have another chance to record a Christmas classic a couple of years later, but he turned down the opportunity to be the first to sing Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. That went to Gene Autry. Thanks so much for joining us. There are lots more stories and videos ahead, so don't forget to subscribe. Next, a Christmas classic that was literally thrown out in the trash. Join us for the story behind. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. We'll see you then.